Muffin Films and Salad Fingers, Homestar Runner and Mondo Media, Adam Films and Metalocalypse, Happy Tree Friends and What the Hell is Flash Animation Anyway? Warning, not affiliated with Adobe. Welcome to Plug and Missing, the Flash Animation Flashback Podcast, where we watch the Flash Animations, Webtoons, and Shorts that we grew up watching in the halcyon days of your the early 2000s. I'm Paul Reberg, and with me is my co-host, John Ward. Excellent, and we are nearing the end of our fourth season focused on the show Zombie. John, what exactly are we looking at today? So today we're watching the 10th and final episode of Zombie Season 1. Uh, that's Hollowed Grounds. Excellent. Well, let's start off with a very quick summary of this episode. We open with a cut to that dirge versus monster fight we were talking about at the end of last episode. Yep. We see the bridge collapse after that fight. Very dramatic. Zoe gets rescued. Dirge gets rebuilt after taking some more damage. And there's a good setup for Season 2. Yep. Dirge's, like, technique of, like, drawing fire towards the giant crab monster worked out. However, he did end up basically, you know, ripped to shreds. Yeah, it's interesting. He used neither of the techniques that we predicted he would. I mean, mine yeah. was that he would koala onto the guy and it would get shot through the hole in his back. Exactly. What, what was yours? Do you remember? I think mine was that he was going to jump over him, but I, I think I also insinuated that he would somehow not be shot to death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we we both did, which didn't really work out that way. Turns out these massive machine guns can shoot through a monster into another monster. <laughs> yep. And so, yeah, he basically falls in as, like, the bridge collapses. Although, like, I'm not sure that bridge should have collapsed. However, it was well animated for, you know, like, trying to get around that bridge collapse, like, problem of, like, managing too many parts and all that sort of stuff. I think it turned out pretty good. It was a cool scene, definitely, but I, I did have some questions about the bridge collapsing, too. I mean, did these humans never plan for the machine guns to be used once? Because yeah. they just went right through the bridge, apparently, first try. And well, this was after the bullets went through two monsters. Yeah, I'm not entirely certain that it is the first time that this has happened, because uh, be. when they collapse the br when the bridge collapsed, you see Dirge down at the bottom of the pit. Well, you see his arm, uh, but mm. and it's sitting amongst, like, a... Uh, billion skulls so i i think these these oh, have been true. used before so i'm not sure how long the acropolis has been up like obviously dirge has been around uh zoe's been around i don't know if zoe what like she was amnesiac so i'm not entirely certain how long it's been since the zombie apocalypse i know it's only been a short time since zoe obviously was lost because she's a child still unless there's something about her we don't understand or know yet obviously bum, bum, bum. yep uh, although we do see, uh, I mean, well, I'll get into that later. Spoilers. Uh, yep. yep. Spoilers. So, so it could have been a while, like 10 years or something like that, maybe. And like, however long it takes for Dirge to become this morose. <laughs> and, uh, you know, maybe, maybe after all that time, just wear and tear, man, like, uh, like a stone in a river. We're learning a lot throughout this whole show about the importance of infrastructure maintenance. Oh yeah. Oh Yeah. Something we're all ignoring right now as as modern Americans. I don't want to pay taxes, John. Come on. <laughs> I know. I hate roads. I hate being on roads. <laughs> they suck. They, so they I'd much rather the if they didn't exist. Good news. Okay. So, <laughs> in addition to getting sort of Swiss cheesed by the machine guns, we do see Dirge's left arm is entirely cut off. Oh yeah, he tries to wave to Zoe in a very cute Just sort of little gag. Right Stump. before he falls into the pit. Yeah, it's good. Yep. Dirge falls in. The humans rush out and pull Zoe inside, mm -hmm. which is great. She gets saved. 
Okay, so my question about the humans grabbing her, did they look freaky as hell to you? Like, they're wearing something, right? They're wearing, like... They were wearing some kind of exosuits or yeah, like, something. Yeah, like SWAT clothes or something. Yeah. Yeah. Although you... maybe maybe that's protocol. Anytime you leave the uh, Citadel, you got to put on your battle gear. Yeah. See, it's difficult to, to really see it because it's only there for a few seconds, but they definitely mm-hmm. look like they're wearing, yeah, they're wearing, like, exosuits or something. Um, True. I guess, you know, probably anti-zombie bite suits. You'd hope they'd have that. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, yeah, I guess it's a good first step. So, yeah, so she gets rescued. She wakes up in the hospital. She finds who we assume is her mother because she has the same sort of bluish hair. We see the scar over her eye, which is pretty badass. It is badass, and it reminded me, John, that we heard back from James on Twitter oh, yeah, yeah, to yeah, explain yeah. the whole eye patch scenario. Do you want to take us through how that happened? Well, I don't have it pulled up. If you have it pulled up... I don't. I can uh, sort of paraphrase, though, okay. which is that there was a flash crash in the animation process, and they right. had to re-engineer it back into the storyline, kind of. Yeah. So check out our Twitter feed for the full details there. Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, it's pretty cool. So basically, yeah, he it was sort of technologically written out of the show in an earlier episode and so but then rewritten back in with the newer episode so i don't know it's it's cool i i like hearing about how like these shows are made you know especially how like the horribleness of flash is also a part of the the creative process so to speak yeah, which is cool. And he he did also say that in season two, when we get there, we're going to learn all about the eye patch and the exploding teddy bear. Oh, yeah. The exploding teddy bear as well. Yes. Very good. It's implied that Neftis and Dirge somehow get to a hospital and stitch themselves together with a bunch of cadaver parts that happen to be hanging up on like butcher hooks. Which is kind of morbid, especially because I would have thought you'd have to keep all those parts in the sort of what, what would you call the tanks, the preserving tanks or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, yeah those <laughs> those things with, with the with the uh chemicals to preserve body parts the like the embalming tank embalming maybe. fluid embalming fluid that's it i don't know maybe maybe they're just sprayed like um like vegetables that, yeah well i was thinking more like vegetables at the supermarket like they've got like a thunderstorm sound and then it plays Oh man, I love that. That's such a cool piece of design. Like the idea that like you, you have the little thunder sound before the the water sprays to keep the vegetables fresh. You um, got to warn the shoppers somehow. I know. Well, it it's perfect. Like it's good design. It it expresses it perfectly. You don't have to have some sort of like creepy voice. It's like please remove your hands. It's about to spray or something like that. Just a cute little thunder sound. Like like you're in a, like a little audio physical experience like a, like a 4d experience or something at disney world (laughs) so yeah so i do like that the body parts hanging up on the thing are like a torso uh two sexy legs and and then like a bulky uh soul boy arm which is obviously Mm -hmm. one of dirge's arms or something it is confusing however that dirge opted not to get that arm but to replace his arm with a uh lobster horror man arm (laughs) I'm pretty sure that his new arm is from the robot monster he was fighting. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. He he's he definitely, because as that monster is being murdered by the bullets and stuff, it, it shoots the arms and stuff off of it. You see it yeah, sort of like that. That break good. apart. Yeah, in fact, like there should be an action figure out there that's like a like battle damage uh, Eldrick monster horror. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, so that, that was interesting. So Dirge got a new... Uh, what is it left arm that's a mm. monster claw and uh 
and uh, Neftis gets a new midriff. So everybody's just generally sexier, as you could assume. I would have assumed that her midriff would be more zombified. Yeah. Like well, slightly she has stitches at the top and the bottom. Since she was sliced in half, I assume it's like, let's just replace the whole unit. <laughs> or maybe, maybe like, uh, maybe she needed like to, maybe it's like uh, a lot more comfortable to fuse two parts of her spine together instead of the one part or something. Uh, Could be. Yeah, I don't know. Well, we did see her get cut in half completely. So exactly. So you're right, and we hear the two of them, Neftis and Dirge talking about zoe saying some things that i'm not sure we knew necessarily that uh, zoe has this power which is causing these creatures to continually hunt her which i don't know if if we knew they knew that yeah what do you think's going on there i don't i don't entirely know uh i think i think we might have gotten a hint of it maybe in the like because i remember talking about this in the episode where we meet neftis sort of yeah, Neftis definitely had some theories about Zoe then. Yeah. And maybe this is just building on that. She's the smart one in this power couple. I'm oh, yeah, sure. definitely. And basically, uh, Zoe also, when she was walking down that hallway, all of those glass jars started moving when she had her flashback. True. So, so, so I think, like, we still don't know if that was because they were zombified and they just weren't being animated in the previous shots because we didn't get a lot of good looks at them before but Mm. i think you could also read it as maybe zoe has some sort of weird zombification powers or control over dead things or something which i'm sure we'll find out about in season two yeah uh which is also interesting because i believe you also one of your morals was zombie jesus so maybe she is zombie jesus instead of dirge our own personal zombie jesus yep uh oh i would like to mention before it's too late Dirge got a new weapon. He's got a double-sided uh, shuffle now, which, which I is, love. Which is very interesting to me. I mean, it's great, and it yeah. looks really cool, but it raises some questions because he had a shovel, which I maintain, even if he it became his favorite weapon, was yeah. because it was a weapon of opportunity. Exactly. Right? He's then decided he's such a badass that, no, <laughs> he has the time to make a new weapon. He's not going to use like a double-sided sword or just like a big club. No, he's going to take two shovels and stick them together. I mean, I have to be honest, There's no utility anymore. You can't shovel with that. (laughs) That's true. You can't. I mean, not not without like maybe like picking stuff off the ground, but not like getting into the earth. No. Uh, The other side of it is that like taking another shovel head and then just ramming it onto the other end of a shovel does not take that much time, Paul. It's not like he he like spent hours at the forge trying to like. Oh no no no! But it's shovel. it's longer. It's longer than a normal shovel. So he had to remove he had two to find shovel an, heads. Another find a stick. Another pole. Another uh... yeah. Because that's not a broom handle. You know that's something that can stand up to a zombie beaten. Oh yeah, no, it's uh like a uh, artisanally cut Small redwood. Batch. Yeah yeah redwood redwood dowel. <laughs> we do see the two of them talking, and then the camera pans away. We're getting that sort of wrap-up feeling. Mm-hmm. What do we see, John? Uh, we see a skull-faced stranger who has mysterious. a cowboy hat with a bandolier of bullets on it, and mm-hmm. uh, he lights a cigarette. And right when he closes the uh, lighter, the Zippo lighter that he's holding, uh, the credits it cuts to the credits, and then we get this horrible screaming music. <laughs> Which is, it's pretty good. I had zombie cowboy written in my notes, and I yeah. maintain he, he's a zombie cowboy. And he looks really cool, and... It makes me want to watch season two. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of setups in this episode that are clearly there just to make us watch season two. Yeah. Like, you didn't you didn't need to to hammer me over the head with the quest this much because I was already going to do it. Oh, yeah. But 
there's a lot to look forward to. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, if half of this stuff is addressed in even, like, the first, you know, few episodes, not even half. If, like, if, like, a third of this stuff is addressed remotely soon in the newer episodes, I would be, I'm, I'm very interested. I don't know. So here's here's a question again that I guess I should have had beforehand uh, the answer to, which is like, we know that he adapted this into a comic book. Do mm-hmm. we know if the comic book, if the new series takes up where the comic book started or is the comic book like a completely different thing or is the new series a continuation of the comic book and we're going to go in this and already be very confused? I guess we're going to find out next week when we do the two new episodes uh, of the of the new show. But yeah, so there's a lot of mystery. The credits roll, and then at, after the credits, we get another teaser for season two, which is Grown Up Zoe. So I think we're about to hit a uh, a time skip, Paul. I think that's probably true. Yep. Yep. How old do you think she is now? Hopefully old enough for that showing thong to be mildly appropriate. <laughs> I also thought that although maybe in the post-apocalyptic future, everybody has to wear exciting underwear. It's just the rules. Yeah. I mean, in terms of early 2000s stuff, it wasn't a surprise. Like, I just got to say mm-hmm. the, the design choice there. Uh, I mean, same with the, the screaming music, which I I don't in- like, but I like the artistic choice of it, if that makes sense. Like, uh, it's exactly how a, a movie from the early 2000s should end, if that makes sense. Like, if I was making a movie... That was yeah. set in 2003 or something like that. It would end with like a Limp Bizkit song. No, it's true. It was definitely very appropriate. Oh, yeah. It well, has John, to. Let, let's wrap this up. Let's assign a moral to the final episode of season one of Zombie. What do you think the moral can be? Okay. So the entirety of season one or season uh, ten, uh, episode 10? Well, I leave that up to you. Okay. Oh, man. So I had one for episode 10, but now I really want to come up with one for season, uh, all of season one. I guess all of season one is, uh, you know, trust your zombies, man. Hmm? Yep. What about for this episode? Uh, for this episode, Eldritch Claw's hands are sexy. <laughs> yeah, I think we can get behind that. Uh-huh. So my moral is that uh, you don't need to explain everything if it looks badass. Oh, yeah. No, you don't. Which I think we, we see... Th- throughout this show and i'm i'm kind of a curmudgeon when it comes to explanations but i'm surprisingly on board yeah i'm i'm probably i'm probably less of a curmudgeon when it comes to that stuff uh because i don't really remember half of what i watch at any given point in time so like all of plot holes just leave my mind the moment that i see them or something not that there is plot holes in this necessarily it's just more like teases of the future and so like watching this i was just into i'm just into it i'm sold on this like uh, like this uh the 10 episodes that we watched i'm i'm sold these are good i, I dig it i can't wait for the next two and then i'm gonna be kind of sad that it's over although it will be fun to move on to to other stuff yeah i think i think that's definitely more true more just... stuff probably oh uh, no i don't want to watch that <laughs> so uh, you you basically already said this, but just to make it explicit for the listeners, we are going to do one more episode on Zombie on the new season. Mm-hmm. I think what episode one and two we're going to do together. Yep. Great. Well, thanks for joining us for this episode of Plug and Missing. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review on iTunes or tell a friend. We have a new promotion that we're doing where if you leave a review on iTunes and then tweet at us your username, I'll write you a jingle for pretty much whatever you want. I think last week or maybe the week before you heard the Egg Whites example. Mm-hmm. Someone wanted to jingle about egg whites. They got it. A lot of fun for everybody. You should yep. do it. 
As always, this episode was co-hosted by John Ward and Paul Reberg, produced by John Ward, edited by Paul Reberg, with theme music by me as well. Come back next week when we're going to ask you... Would you like to update Flash? I'm waving the stump of my left arm in response. (laughs) We're glad you could join us for just a little bit discussing Flash animation and what the hell it is until next week. We hope you're well. Please give us five stars on iTunes.